Good evening and welcome to Mary, Queen of Peace Parish here at St. Mary of the Mount Church as we celebrate the first Sunday of Lent. Assisting us today, our lector is Henry Hegerly. Serving as your musician, my name is Thomas Conroy, and our presider is Father Michael. Forty days and forty nights you were fasting in the wild. Forty days and forty nights tempted and yet undefiled. Shall not we your sorrow share and from worldly joys abstain, fasting with unceasing prayer, strong with you to suffer pain. Keep, O oh, keep us, Savior dear, ever constant by your side, that with you we may appear at the eternal Easter tide. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. And with your spirit. And welcome everyone as we're uh, entering into this first Sunday of our Lenten journey. And you and I know that we have been called to be Jesus' followers, his disciples, and how important it is for us to turn to the Lord's mercy in order to fully understand what that means in our lives and in our world. Kyrie Gathering our prayers together, let us pray. Almighty ever-living God, through the yearly observances of Holy Lent, that we may grow an understanding of the riches hidden in Christ and by worthy conduct pursue their effects. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Let us please be seated and attentive to God's word. A reading from the book of Genesis. God said to Noah and his sons with him, See, I am now establishing my covenant with you, and with your descendants after you, and with every living creature that were with you, all the birds, all the various tame and wild animals, all that were with you and came out of the ark. I will establish my covenant with you, 
that never again shall all bodily creatures be destroyed by the waters of a flood. There should not be another flood to devastate the earth. God added, this is the sign I am giving to you for all ages to come of the covenant between you and me and every living creature with you. I will set my bow in the clouds to serve as a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and a bow appears in the clouds, I will recall the covenant I have made between me and you and all living beings, so that the waters shall never again become a flood destroying all mortal beings. The word of the Lord. Psalm 25. Your ways, O Lord, are love and truth to those who keep your covenant. Your ways, O Lord, are love and truth to those who keep your covenant. Your ways, O Lord, make known to me. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me for you are God, my Savior. Your ways, O Lord, are love and truth to those who keep your covenant. Remember that your compassion and your mercy, O Lord, are from of old. In your kindness, remember me because of your goodness, O Lord. Your ways, O Lord, are love and truth for those who keep your covenant. Good and upright is the Lord. Thus he shows sinners the way. He guides the humble to justice, and he teaches the humble his way. Your ways, O Lord, are love and truth to those who keep your covenant. A reading from the first letter of St. Peter. Beloved, Christ suffered for sins once, the righteous for the sake of the unrighteous, that he might, might lead you to God. Put to death in the flesh, he was brought to life in the spirit. In it, he, he also went to preach to the spirits in prisons who had once been disobedient. While God patiently waited in the days of Noah, during the building of the ark, in which few persons, eight in all, were saved through water. This prefigured baptism, which saves, you, which, which saves you now, it is not a removal of dirt from the body, but an appeal to God for clear conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and who is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities, and powers subject to him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to you, O word of God, Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to you, O word of God, 
Jesus Christ. One does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. Glory to you, O Word of God, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. This is from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The Spirit drove Jesus into the desert, and he remained in the desert for 40 days, tempted by Satan. He was among wild beasts, and the angels ministered to him. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We have been focusing on our community covenant now for many months, um, and if you recall, the way we had anticipated on initially sharing uh, the aspects or the sacred promises of our community covenant with all of you was almost a year ago at this time. It was right before Lent began. Uh, we were going to do this in a way where we were doing take 10. You remember take 10, right? So it's 10 minutes before Mass, and, and Dr. Joanne Paradise would give a 10-minute talk, and that was uh, a way before Mass began, and that was going to be the presentation and a homily connected into it. And so uh, that's the way we were going to start sharing the Community Covenant with everybody, and we did it that first weekend, and then it was mid-March, and everything closed including our churches. And so, again, during this Lenten season, knowing how things continue to evolve and change, we actually are focusing particularly on the community covenant again during this Lenten season. And we have actually some take tens happening, although not at all of the masses. So they're happening just at those masses in which we are live streaming. So for instance, the four o'clock down at St. Adelbert's Church, that was a live stream mass. There was a take 10 this weekend there. The 11.30 here, there will be actually a take 10. Don't worry, you're thinking, oh, I missed it, right? Darn it, that's so much, a so important part of my Lenten journey. Don't worry, within a week or so, it will be released on video, so you could actually watch it on YouTube if you'd like. So we're, we're really focusing in on our community covenant. Uh, not only what we've rehearsed or kind of gone through already, the parts of the community covenant, community covenant as a whole, and then focusing in on the last two sacred promises or commitments that we make, which is um, uh, we uh, go forth and we embrace. Imagine you are at a cocktail party or you are in the dining area or cafeteria at school, or you're gathering with a group of colleagues at work, or you are 
just getting acquainted or, or reconnecting with a friend. And as you're sitting down in the midst of the conversation, somebody asks you, what does it mean to be a Christian? Or, what does it mean to be a disciple? What might you say? Maybe even more profoundly, driving it home a little farther, let's say that as we're moving from this kingdom to the next kingdom, we get to meet the Lord, and one of the first questions the Lord asks us is, how were you my disciple? At that point in time, we probably wouldn't want to proclaim ignorance. Lord, I'm not really quite sure what you meant by that, right? I'm not sure, what, what, what did you mean by that whole discipleship thing, right? And maybe even we as Christian Catholics, um, if we were talking to a friend or a colleague or, or someone around the, the dining area or at work, you know, what we might say as Christian Catholics is, well, you know, I'm, you know, I'm Catholic, I'm Christian, I go to church. I try to go to church as frequently as I can on the weekends. Um, I, I, I pray sometimes before meals. Um, I, you know, I really I try to be a good person. I really try to be nice to people. But brothers and sisters, that's not the fullness of what being a disciple is. As a matter of fact, we don't even know exactly what that means if you think about it to be nice? Or what does it mean to be a good person? Right? I hear that all the time. You know, even people, both Christians and non-Christians, you know, trying to live a good life, trying to be a good person, right? That's great. Should that be something that, that, that is able to be seen in a Christian? Absolutely. But that's not what a Christian really is. We in our parish community are articulating what it means to be a disciple of Jesus and a follower of Jesus in our community covenant. In those six values, pillars, sacred promises, commitments, whatever you would like to call them, right? What it means to be a disciple is to pray and to invite and to serve and to nurture and to go forth and to truly embrace our call to discipleship, sharing the kingdom of God as best we can. Could we, as people, articulate that? Hopefully, as we continue on this journey, you would be able to do so. That's how we're articulating what it means to be a follower of Jesus. Now, brothers and sisters, these are not just taken out of the sky right? These, the, certainly we've put words or a particular language to it, but they're not just taken out of the sky, right? These are what are taken especially from the scriptures and the gospels themselves, as well as our Christian tradition as a people and as Catholics. And so, in the gospels, we get to walk with Jesus through a gospel each year, and we get to start to learn who he is and what he does. But as we learn who he is and what he does, it's not just about Jesus. It's also about you and I. It's also about what it means to be his follower and his disciple. And so, as we hear Jesus in the Spirit, going into the desert, that time of profound prayer and meditation, and learn about what he does there. As we hear his relationship that he has with God, the loving union he has with God in the Spirit, 
with the Father that he's able to share with us when you pray, pray our Father. When we hear that about him, it's not just about him. It's about you and I. It's about praying. When we hear about Jesus who reaches out, as we heard just recently, to the leper, to the outcast, to the poor, to the marginalized, how he invited and embraced everyone, but particularly those who were on the margins. And as you and I hear that, it's not just Jesus we're hearing about. That's what a disciple is and does as well. When we hear about Jesus giving of his self fully from the very beginning of what we hear in his public ministry, as well as ultimately giving himself in his life in the cross, in life, death, and resurrection. It's not just about Jesus. It's about you and I as his followers. When we hear him teaching in parables, in actions, in miracles, in, in you know, stories and images and challenges that he gives to people, it's not just Jesus that's doing that. That's what the call of a disciple is too, to nurture, right? When we hear about Jesus sending his disciples forth, when we hear about him going from town to town, when we hear about the fact that he's challenging evil, injustice within religion, within society, within the Roman politics at the time, when we hear him doing that, it's not just Jesus. That's what it means to be a disciple as well. Do you follow? Really, we're articulating what it means to be one of Jesus' followers as a disciple. Mark's gospel we hear proclaimed today. We have Jesus, and it's so short. Actually, in Matthew's gospel and in Luke's gospel, this passage that always begins the first Sunday of Lent, we always hear about the, 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 the uh, temptation in the desert the first Sunday. We always hear about the transfiguration. We're going to hear about that next Sunday. This passage from Mark about the temptation in the desert is so short. There's just like three lines. Maybe it's one line or two lines, right? In the Spirit, he was driven into the desert and tempted by Satan. He was administered to, or he was with, he was ministered to by angels and with wild beasts. That's all we have about his temptation in the desert. But what those few lines do is in the Jewish mind, they would hearken back as soon as they're hearing angels and wild beasts and desert, they're thinking about two things that were incredibly important within the history of the Jewish people, the Israel and Hebrew people. They're thinking, first of all, about the 40 years in the desert. And the 40 years in the desert was when they wandered away out of Egypt into freedom, the freedom and the liberation that God had given them. And as they wander in all of this chaos, in all of this tension, in all of this struggle, they really came to an identity of who they were in relationship with God and in relationship with one another. There was incredible challenges, but they were also ministered to by angels. And the rock in which water came forth, the manna that came forth from the desert, 
right? It was a time of incredible struggle. It was also the time where what would be the real fullness of the covenant was presented to the people, the Hebrew peoples that became the Israelite peoples, the covenant on Mount Sinai, which we've summarized in what we call the Decalogue or the Ten Commandments. But it was about that relationship with God and that relationship with one another. So when Jesus goes into the desert in those 40 days, it's a reminder or it's hearkening back to that when the people came fully aware or at least deeply aware of who they were in relationship with God and one another. And that's actually what Jesus does in today's gospel. Because after he's in the desert, he goes forth and he begins his public ministry. He knows his purpose. He knows his relationship with and in God and with other people. And he steps out onto the scene and proclaims his first words, repent, believe in the gospel, the kingdom of God is at hand. Now is the time of fulfillment. For you and I, this time of Lent is to be like that. This is a time for you and I to understand and embrace what it means to be a covenant people. And for you and I, we're articulating that from the scripture, from the tradition of the church, in six sacred promises. You and I as members of this community, individual and collectively, could you imagine what we might look like if we pray? Every single one of us, profound relationship and growing in relationship with God. What might our public worship, this celebration of mass and masses look like can you imagine what we would look like if we invite? That there's not a judgment as someone walks through the door, but that every person, especially those who are poor and struggling and marginalized, were welcomed into the community. How many of us might there be? Can you imagine if we served? We would be flowing forth in abundance of wealth, <laughs> right? Not just in financial wealth, but in the gifts of time and, and talent and the unique gifts that every person has within the community. Could you imagine what we would look like if you and I, each of us, was continually growing in knowledge and in knowledge of the Lord and realizing how we are continually being nurtured, challenged to grow, and that you and I are walking with one another to nurture and grow one another. How might those community connections help us to feel cared for and to care for others? Can you imagine if you and I were going forth, going forth in, in, in challenging the systems, the structures, the evil that are happening within our families, within our communities, within our city, and our world. How might you and I, as well as others, you know, our school systems, whatever, right? how might we have a greater understanding and experience of what God's kingdom is all about? So what if someone asked you, what's, it, what's a Christian? What's, what's a disciple of Jesus? 
If you and I enter into 40 days, enter into the desert, enter into the experience of the covenant, and can begin to start to articulate in some way, we can use this as a way of saying, well, this is what a disciple is. I, I, I try to pray a couple times a week, right? This is what a disciple is. I, I, you know, I tried to reach out to, to somebody who was different color than me, right? Here's, here's what a disciple, and it, it's not just what we say, if we're trying to live the covenant, then people will look at us and they won't have to ask us what a disciple is because they'll see it. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Trusting the power, the call, the grace of our God that is with us, his people, we bring these needs and prayers of petition. Please respond, Lord, hear our prayer. Mary, Queen of Peace, unify us as we worship together in our newly named parish community. We pray. Lord, hear, Lord, our, prayer. hear our prayer. For the grace to recommit ourselves to the fervent prayer in this Lent, opening to, our, to greater love and holiness, we pray. Lord, Lord hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. For healing and strength, that God will heal the sick curb the transmission of the coronavirus, sustain all who care for the sick, and guide those who are working to administer the vaccine, we pray. Lord, Lord hear, hear our prayer. For the graceless weak to face the temptations of life by relying on the love of the Lord, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who have died in our parish community, especially Mary Allen Berger, Sr., Sister Leona Strumpf, and Jack Warwick, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. And today we remember Barbara Kruger and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our heart. We pray. Lord, hear our prayer. Our prayer for unity. We raise our voices to the most blessed Virgin Mary, our mother, and to our most gracious Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Grant us greater commitment and sincerity as we continue this journey of unity. Please grant our parish family a resurgence of faith, a spirit of love, and a hope for peace. May we be blessed with a vibrant, inclusive community, united in the spirit. In your name we pray, amen. Trusting the power, the grace, the presence, even the fulfillment of God's kingdom at the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from all evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope, the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory.
He said to your apostles, he said to us, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sin, but the faith of your church. Grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, for you live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. We turn and offer to each other some safe sign of Christ's peace. Peace. Let us join in us virtually, we offer spiritual communion. By Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and I unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Before we stand, just a couple of parish announcements. Again, everything I'm going to say is in the bulletin as well as on our parish website. But we thank you for those of us who, or those of you who patronized the uh, fish fry this past week, two locations. Um, we will hold the fish fry every Friday during Lent in Sullivan Hall. It's takeout only. Ever wondered why Jesus sent his disciples on mission two by two? or where we say two or three are gathered in my name, I am in their midst. Heeding those words during this Lenten season, we're beginning an ongoing faith walk titled Two by Two. See the bulletin or the website for details and to sign up. Ask Prosper questions. Um, answers are in today's bulletin for the questions that have been asked so far. He's a brilliant dog, let me tell you. Just uh, one last thing, and this is just a, a sensitive issue in the sense of a number of people have reached out to me as well as parish staff that they're receiving scamming emails from us. During this time of pandemic, scams and digital scams have become increasing, increasingly more uh, challenging and difficult and realistic. Uh, please be keenly aware that no one from the parish is going to ask you for anything via email. <laughs> and please check the email addresses um, that are sent from parish staff members. I've had many people posing as me, like they create an email, pastor mount at Gmail or something like that. It's not me. <laughs> so all of ours say Mary Queen of Peace PGH or, or .org. Those are our email addresses. Please be careful about scamming. Let us stand and let us pray. Renewed now with heavenly bread, by which faith is nourished, hope increased, charity increased, we pray, O Lord, that we will learn to hunger for Christ, the true and living bread, and strive to live by every word which proceeds from your mouth. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. With your the blessings of Almighty God be upon you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go and announce the gospel of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. This podcast is the property of the Southside Mount Washington Parish community. All rights reserved. That's it for this week. Please forward this podcast to fellow parishioners or anyone whom you think would benefit from it. Stay safe 
And please know that we are always praying for you. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom.